said, you would have built Haiti back up. That's what you would have did. No, 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 no. We, we got to check our cousins. It's some internal shit. We got to check our cousins. And, you know, it was a little friendly tap on the shoulder. Wait a minute, nigga. Wait a damn minute. If you would have really been able to capitalize, you would have still been back home. You can't survive back home because you know them niggas down in Haiti would be on your ass. So you came here over to the Freedmen. That's what you did. You ain't trying to go back there anytime soon. Them Haitian gangs, nigga, run your ass out of town, nigga, please. The fuck is you talking about? This is an old clip, but man, no, we got to get some straightening, man. Nigga, I got off the bus. Haitian Friday. Every time I get my ass beat, bruv, just for being a zoo. I could Being Haitian, that's it. I could I got picked. Oh, I never got my that's ass beat. That's it. Always, get, always getting jumped. I couldn't even sit in the back of the bus. Because <laughs> the y'all back see, of the bus, that's where the motherfuckers were. Y'all see, yeah, y'all see, really, you know what's really crazy about it is you're using, oh, well, you know, they're, 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 they're speaking about black Americans. Y'all niggas using all our lingo, nigga. Bruh. Nigga, this come, come on, man. Y'all, y'all using Black American lingo if you want to be honest. So let let's not do that. You're talking about racism. Be black people is racist too. Y'all, y'all used to beat the fuck out of us. I had to run soon as I got off the bus. Take off to try to get to y'all the crib, about bro. Some Rosa Parks, <laughs> nigga. What? <laughs> we lucky. Nah, y'all only saying that now because we don't we don't made away. We done took over this shit. You didn't take over anything. Like the brother said, y'all lost little Haiti. You didn't take over nothing. And then you disrespect Rosa Parks. See, this is this is what I'm saying. This is that old Nicki Minaj shit. Not a, not a soul's taking See over that? and shit. Now y'all want to fuck with us. But back then, you think I forgot? Oh, oh they, 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 they rats. And our stance is not coming from a fucking like... Um, was that, that the word? spirit of Dessaline when that nigga was getting his ass whooped by that whip? They sent them niggas back home and, and, and they were, folks were running around talking about, hey man, you need to say something. Y'all need to say, man, listen, man. The Freedmen, we gotta worry about our own shit, man. We got niggas like that. And a shout out to the Stomp Down, the Stomp Down Haitians and the, our, our, our brothers from, you know, throughout the diaspora. They, that's cool. But no, nah, man, we, 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 not, we not gonna politic with niggas like that. We not gonna politic with no niggas like that, bro. It ain't happening. Now, I wanted to play something else. Why do you saying, oh, you messing up? Listen to this. Will allow construction for a multi-purpose facility, but he says that's not going to stop him. We still own that land, um, and we're still going to build out there. It may look a little, little bit different now. Um, it may not be a commercial building. Uh, it may be residential. King Ra- Now, th- this brother, King Randall, down in Albany, Georgia, he's probably one of the few niggas down there, man, that's actually trying to do something for the kids. And it's some Sambo ass niggas that don't want him promoting black masculinity. These there's some of these Sambo ass niggas, these are black folks. People in his own so-called church community or whatever. That's why I don't really rock with the black church like that, because these Negroes is, is a trip. What they've been doing, man, is they been, they denied him just for a zoning request. Now, this is probably some pit stop shitty land that he's trying to redo and, re, you know, get it going, get it re-engineered, make it look good. And they really don't want this nigga to make it better. They don't. 
Randall and families from Extra Boys were present during the meeting this morning in hopes of getting the rezoning approved. King Ronda has a positive influence on Carlton and a lot of boys in the community. Jakara Fuller spoke on behalf of her sister and nephew Carlton about their experience with Extra Boys and how expanding the nonprofit would be a great addition to South Albany. Problems with him getting in fights with his sisters, uh, trouble with authority, not doing well in school, trying to be that class clown, not turning in home. Now, I just want to pause this for a minute so y'all can understand the gravity of this situation. This brother can't get zoning for helping young black kids trying to keep these niggas out, these young dudes out of prison. At the same damn time, right down the street down in Atlanta, you got folks up here talking about giving these people $9,000 and giving them all kinds of unearned benefits and they ain't even citizens. That's why I don't let niggas like that that I just played before talking about, well, we need to make stuff better and oh, pull up your bootstraps and all that. And you can't do that in your homeland. You can't do that in your homeland. You had to come here to do it. You had to come here to do it. You had to get it from the freedmen. You didn't, you didn't do that back home. You did that here. You had to come here and do it. You didn't do it back home. Those are some of the problems Fuller says. And we got brothers like this that's trying to get things going, trying to get stuff going. So, well, I don't want to hear nothing about pull up your bootstraps and all oh, y'all messed it up or whatever like that. Because if we want to really talk, put apples to apples, I no disrespect to Haiti. But it's a hellhole down there right now, right? It's so bad, man. They done hire some coons from Africa to come down as mercenaries. You don't want to talk about that, do we? Do we really want to get on that? I could pull up some receipts on that. Do we really want to get on that? I'm not throwing everybody in a bunch. I'm just saying for niggas like that, they couldn't even survive back at the crib. They don't be touching down in Haiti all like that. That's why they talking like that. That you done came somewhere where it's extra safe. And he's talking about, well, the Zoes and this, that, and the third. Man, if y'all lost little Haiti, obviously y'all wasn't doing no, no straight up business, right? If they done gentrified y'all, you ain't that damn powerful. Man, they about to gentrify us. Okay, yeah. You niggas just like us, right? So we in the same boat, right? Then no, nah, you and yeah, you can't say that then. You can't say, well, hey. Um, y'all been messing up or whatever. She and her family faced with her nephew before King Randall stepped in. But even after hearing the positives, residents in the Southgate division still don't approve of the life preparatory school in their neighborhood. The neighborhoods that we are in already, we provide free lawn care service. We provide litter cleanup. We do that in our neighborhoods already in the Holly Homes area. We want to bring help to them. Um, and of course, they didn't know that until we get there. They stated, you know, we don't need you know, another facility like this. But would you say we don't need another car wash? We don't need another church. What King is trying to do is trying to bring in something for these young men. I would rather my sons be with King than in the streets. They have nowhere else to go in Doherty County. Let's just be honest. And we spoke with some longtime residents of the Southgate Division on why they don't want the life preparatory school in their neighborhood. I'm working on that story for WAOB News 10 at 6. In downtown Albany, I'm cool. Yeah, they, they don't want it there because it's some Sambo ass, Roland Martin ass type of niggas. That's why they probably don't want it there.
That's that's what I think. By the way, if you're not like this, you're probably not going to get a lot of help. Listen to this. Then this is Black Lives Matter Chicago. This was an event. This is why I was telling people, man, I'm not about to get involved in this Palestine stuff like that. I always report the news is the news. October 14th, that already passed on Mich on Michigan and Ida B. Wells Drive. Do you know Ida B. Wells would smack the shit out of these Black Lives Matter niggas? She would do the Joe Jackson five finger to the face discount if she had the ability and turn in her grave. She would hop out that grave, drop kick them old lettuce, bacon, and tomato deviant ass niggas and go back in her grave in disdain and contempt for these niggas. All out for Palestine. Chicago emergency protest. Now listen to what these niggas said. We will be with our comrades who are always with us. Palestine pals are super fun. Also, black women who are into men, parentheses, no judgment. What? There will be lots of our very handsome Palestinian brothers who believe it is their duty to protect and listen to black women. I, man, what the hell is this? So black families ain't enough. Go ahead and get some black booty to the Palestinians. So this is this is sex trafficking, far as I'm concerned. Let me look this up and and, and make sure this is this is right. Let me look at this. I want to see is this really true? Black Lives Matter Chicago. They got fifty five thousand followers. Let me say. Let me see if this is for real. For real. And I'm gonna tell you whether it's true or not by looking at their Instagram. All right. Now, Black Lives Matter Chicago, when you click on one of their things, they got, are we feeling guilty yet? They have, it looks like a hair trimmer with the Star of David, it's like the Israel flag. And there's a, a, a little baby with a baby bottle there's a ba there's a baby sitting here and it looks like they got bandages over their head and there's a pal there's a bottle a baby bottle of palestine sitting by the baby and there's a bunch of haircut a bunch of trimmers with the israel flag on it so yeah yeah I thought this was a joke. Nothing about black folks at all. They ain't say nothing about the Hebrew Israelites. Nothing. They didn't say anything about it. They didn't say anything. Chicago protests stopped the U.S.-backed genocide against Gaza October 21st at 1 p.m. Michigan Avenue and Ida B. Wells. So there, these niggas really... These niggas really... Okay, now, here's another Twitter 
fee that they they put this said, since you asked this account is run by tired old young overworked learning stretched black organizers we aim to reach our cousins our black fam we don't care who thinks we don't sound unprofessional we're here to say what others won't fuck 12 at home and abroad okay let's keep going black and brown yeah these are some ambulance chasing niggas come walk with us black and brown unity march okay i haven't even went to their link tree yet i haven't even done that y'all know how i feel about these black lives matter niggas these black lives matter corporate niggas all right let's see what they say now I'm looking through Nathaniel Alexander. He invented the folding chair. Uh, I'm not sure if that's a Alexander. Na na hold on. Let me see. Let me see what Lewis Latimer looks like. Cause I could have sworn Lewis Latimer. I'm gonna call them out if it is. Yeah, look at these niggas, man. We believe we must know all the history that started it all. Nathaniel Alexander, he invented the folding chair. No. Nathaniel Alexander... No, I'm looking at pictures. No, that's Lewis Latimer. I'm going to have to make a comment on these niggas shit because they're lying. I want y'all to understand about these Black Lives Matter niggas, man. They got Nathaniel Alexander. They say he invented the folding chair. And it's clearly Lewis Latimer. Lewis Howard Latimer. Born 1848, died 1928. They could have easily did a Google search and figured that out. That's, that's what I'm saying, y'all. Y'all got to understand what these niggas is really about. Black LGBT history. Storm, Storm A, Deliveray, or whatever. See? This is, man, this is the LGBT fest. Black Lives, I'm going public to say Black Lives Matter Chicago ain't shit. Black Lives Matter Chicago ain't shit. Comrade LGBT. Black Shy membership. Yeah, Trans Liberation Collective, see? Yeah, that's that this is Black Lives Matter Chicago, y'all. These niggas ain't no good.
Just want to put that out there. This is the BLM brothel. This is the the BLM brothel, man. Oh, and speaking of which, speaking of which, we ain't got no culture, Buster. We ain't got no culture. This is James Brown. This is James Brown on, on the keyboard. I don't want to get strike. This is fair use, YouTube. But the thing is, James Brown got on that keyboard. Now, I don't believe Puerto Rico had nothing to do with this. Yeah, James Brown can play the piano. Yes, he can. I don't want to get striked, but yeah, he's... That's James. That's James. That's James. Now, listen to these folks right here. Listen to these folks. This, this is more lies. This is more lies right here. Yeah, we gonna no, we gonna get on this culture thing. All right, hold on. It says switch. Okay, no, 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 that ain't the one. Let me go to another one here. Let me go to the Bagland podcasting. I wanna, I wanna play it. There we go. All right. Now, on my Instagram, I posted a video in 1894 with black Americans dancing, and it looks like break dancing. That, that didn't happen in Puerto Rico. Okay? That didn't happen in Puerto Rico. And this is Pygmy Markham. Where's Puerto Rico at? Yeah, he, yeah, he the total swing. Just about ready to do that thing. I don't want no chills, I don't want no lies. Above all, I don't want Where's the 50 50 at, Fat Joe? And that ain't all. This was in the 60s. And, uh, hold up, hold up. Yeah. Hold up right there. Hold up right there. Hold up right there. Mm. Thank you. Mm for being a voice with all respects to my Puerto Rican people in this culture. Mm. Puerto Ricans didn't start hip hop mm. at all. See? My African American brothers created hip hop. What now that, listen, that right there, that was this Puerto Rican dude running around here talking about this 50 50 stuff. Just like how Fat Joe and him been saying all these lies and lies and lies. And this is a Puerto Rican DJ that um, it said TBB founder 1975. Let me see who this is. I can't. I don't know who who his name is. Oh, here we go. Yeah, TBB. Hold on. Wait a minute. Yeah. Yo, what's up? It's Jason representing Rebel Media and the Bronx Boy China at the Universal Super Nation. He's here with us, the big, big, big brother, Batch, original TBB. Okay, founder of the TBB Rockin' Crew 1975, B-Boy Batch. The founder and godfather of the TBB and Rock City. 
with my brother. Yeah, just single question. Developed and formed by Uprock from this little young guy named T.T. Rock at the time. Now, the brother just asked me a very good question and I want to answer that. He, uh, my, my, according to my understanding and what I truly believe in is, is that there ain't no real comparisons when you compare yesterday's rocking culture, which is 1975, to the culture that's out here today these days. It's an evolutionary process. Just like the dinosaur days. Or just like... Um, so this this dude, the founder of the TBB Rockin' Crew, 1975. Okay. See, we we gotta do we gotta do our little history here. Salute, people. I wanna Batch, get Godfather of the Bronx Boys, 1975. All right. Now that's that's he said the TBB founder of 1975. That's who I found out who this dude is. TBB Rocking Crew, the Bronx Girls, the Bronx Boys, Girls Rocking Crew. Now I'm gonna go to their Instagram. This dude, this dude, this was '75. He said black folks created hip hop. Now we we just gonna really get this straightened out here. We gonna really get it straightened out. And, hold on, uh, hold on, yeah. hold up right there, hold up right there, hold up right there. Mm. Thank you mm. for being a voice with all respects to my Puerto Rican people in this culture. Mm. Puerto Ricans didn't start hip hop mm. at all. Mm. My African American brothers created hip hop. There you go. And again. Again, weren't involved in hip. Yeah, pop directly that that much in the early days of hip hop. They were one or two, okay. one or two. Uh, my my partner, Disco Wiz, my first DJ partner in hip hop. He used to beat up people in the street for telling them why you hanging with them niggas. Why you hanging with Moreno? Well, he was a. Uh, well, he was what? Uh, Puerto he Rican? was Puerto Rican. These folks better stop all these damn lies. I'm gonna keep playing this shit, man. Because see, if you have lies, then you could create anything else. Rosewood and Tulsa was built off of lies. The massacres of Rosewood and Tulsa was built off of lies. It was built off of lies. It was built off of lies. It really was. And when you have people like Curry, Curry, uh, Madam Curry, Curry Kamala and stuff up there talking about the 50th anniversary, you know, when you have people that bastardize our culture like that, and then you have Negroes that support shit like this. You know, I sit on the stand. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand and it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool 
and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. They'd look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. What the hell? And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand and it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. They'd look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved- You learned about black kids being roaches. All right. Yeah. Man. Well, what's up, man? And listen to this, nigga. Now, this is a Dalton mayor in, 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 in Chicago or Dalton, Illinois. This kills me. To investigate Tiffany Henyard's security detail and the massive amount of overtime it is generating for a handful of officers. Our Dane Placco has more. Hey guys, this is Super Mayor Tiffany Henyard, the people's mayor and people supervisor. Tiffany Henyard makes nearly a quarter million dollars a year serving as both mayor of Dalton and Thornton Township supervisor, an elected political double dip. She's charismatic and controversial. Nobody knows something. Don't nobody know nothing. Here she is starting a. This lady came in with the new Jack City outfit, man. Don't nobody know nothing. Here she is starting a Dalton Village board meeting dressed like the Wesley Snipes character in the movie New Jack City. Later, punctuating her political points with the help of her own DJ. Every single resident. <laughs> Pay me what you owe me. This is Thank serious, y'all. And it's hard to turn anywhere in Dalton without seeing Henyard's picture or online, where she recently commemorated 9-11 with her own photo. I want to ask you a few questions. Okay. But when we asked Henyard a few months ago about her use of tax dollars, she was quickly hustled out of the room by armed security. And on Facebook, in videos posted by Henyard herself, we see her being driven around and surrounded by Dalton officers, which got us to wondering, why all the cops? We weren't opposed to her having the security detail we know what this sounds like y'all this sound like she was one of them drug dealing gang banging ass niggas niggas i don't know how the hell but see y'all gotta understand this is a state government y'all have to really understand something some people say well yeah niggas voted her in yeah okay of course let's think a little deeper let's peel back the layers of the onions let's peel back the layers on the of the onions on the bagland podcast who gave her the platform to be able to do this in this corrupt city? Who? This wasn't nobody black. See, a lot of people think like this. Well, he just did me like Emmett Till. He gonna hang me from a tree and he gets, no, no, no. They don't gotta look like that. They could say, hey, let, let's put a Sukiana or a Sexy Red and let's put a whole bunch of money in algorithms. DevOps to dead ops, nigga. DevOps to dead ops. Y'all know what DevOps is? Look up that word, D-E-V space. Some niggas try to put it all in DevOps all in one word? No, D-E-V space O-P-S, DevOps to dead ops. 
Look up DevOps And you already know about DevOps And think about that What I just said Just think about that for a moment Anything That appears to be well Hey this is a good idea for black folks If it's a white person That says oh oh, what a wonderful idea What a Popeye's chicken sandwich Take this vaccine oh man Don't you want to be like John Legend Don't you want to Play on a piano with a bunch of Honeybees in it see They'll get a grinning sambo To push the message if they need be It's always been like that well, how could we have such a corrupt nigga riding around back to back with these Escalades with a New Jack City t-shirt on? They put that nigga in that position. That's not something she engineered herself. This isn't no super intelligent lady. She ain't go to Harvard or no shit like that. She's not nobody where you're going to sit and debate with a Dr. Francis Cress Weldon. This ain't nobody like that. How long and how often? Dalton trustee Brittany Norwood says Henyard began assembling her details shortly after being elected in 2021. Let's get the geographics right. Where is Dalton? I believe it's in Cook County. Dalton, Illinois. All right. So Dalton, Illinois. Is this in the Wild Hunters? Oh, okay. So, tw population 20,000. It's not too far from Calumet City, South Highland, Riverdale. Hmm, interesting. Not too far from Gale Gardens. Very interesting, ain't that? The toxic donut, they call it. Okay, so yeah, it's in Cook County, Dalton, Illinois. 90% black So we'll get some Negro Pay her a whole bunch of money And put her in a so called Quasi totalitarian Role She got these security I mean she got these security niggas They back to back and top Brand new tie holes and everything Getting paid all this overtime Using hand-picked Dalton police officers. Using a freedom of information request, we obtained the work records for six of the officers assigned to Henyard Security. Now, let me play devil's advocate a little bit. Rahm Emanuel, that was that he had something to do with the cover-up of Laquan McDonald down there. When they tried to get the Freedom of Information Act information, it took forever to get that information. Do y'all remember that documentary? What was the name of that documentary? Let's let's get the name of that. That's important. Let me get the name of that documentary. It's called Oh 16 Shots. It's called 16 Shots. Yeah, it's called 16 Shots. I think that's on HBO Max or was that on Showtime? That was a good documentary. That was a cover-up. Man, Chicago's so damn corrupt, it's crazy. Now, I'm just saying, yeah, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not necessarily putting the cape on for this sister because 
she knows what she's doing. She's probably some hood chick, some little hood rat, you know what I'm saying, from the Nate from from Chicago that basically said, you know what, I'm gonna get my sexy red on. I'm hood ratting it already. I I I I'm swimming in the swamp already. I might as well get paid for it. She didn't boost herself up to this. Y'all gotta understand this was orchestrated. Name a black person here in the city of Minneapolis, Minnesota, that's riding around with cops back to back with security detail able to pay them with a quarter million dollar budget with billboards all over the place. Name him. Y'all name one nigga that does that in the city of Minneapolis and I'll shut the fuck up. I won't say shit else. I won't say nothing else. Name them. Dalton, Dalton, Illinois only has about 22,000 people. North Minneapolis might have 30,000 people. And that's not a city. That's just a piece of a city. That's on the north side of Minneapolis. Name me one nigga in the city of Minneapolis that be riding back to back with armed security everywhere they go with hella overtime, with billboards all over the place, with a new Jack City outfit on, playing rehanna bitch better have my money name them name them name that nigga and i won't say nothing else about this shit name them that's orchestrated tale at various times and showed them to some of dalton's trustees this is a freedom of information request we did to see how much overtime these officers are making on her security detail. Oh, wow. 162 hours. 162. Well, that's nothing. What goes through your mind when you see these numbers? Um, uh, it, it's, it's disappointing. It's frustrating. The officers are paid every two weeks, which without overtime is 80 hours. But when they're put on Henyard's detail, that 80 hours balloons to well over 100 hours, sometimes 200 hours. And in the case of Officer Terry Young last May, 303 hours. That means they're around the clock. Now, why would you need that kind of security detail? See? Hours worked over a two week period. That resulted in a single paycheck of more now than. Now, see, here's what I'm. Here, now, here's what folks are going. Here's another devil advocate. We're going to come from a different layer. Y'all niggas don't need no reparations. If y'all do get some reparations, you're going to do just this right here. You gonna overpay some niggas. You gonna have niggas selling crack in Chicago. Y'all gonna buy some pipes. Y'all gonna be riding around in Hellcats. They got the Hellcats. Yeah, that's that's a that's a narrative that they will try to use. Pay what's old. Don't matter what niggas do to it. But but see this right here. You got to think, man. When I went and looked this lady up, cause I heard about her on another program, and I said this can't be real. And I said, you know what? Yeah, that makes sense. They'll get the most ratchetest shit and they will promote that. They have so much news coverage on this one woman. So much news coverage back to back on this one woman when the same people that's probably propagating this and covering her probably put her in power. That's the interesting part. But the narrative is gonna be, well, you can't let, see, this is the problem. You can't have no Negroes running their own city because they'll do this. That's what the narrative is, that's what they're probably gonna try to use. And, and let's be very clear. 
the city government, Chicago, Cook County, they know about this. They know about this very well. They might have even planted her to do this. You, I mean, you really don't, I don't think folks understand. You don't get to this level without some type of support. How? How does a person put in a two week pay period, 303 hours? That's impossible. That's impossible. It's 336 hours. Does he hours. never go to sleep? In fact, there are 336 hours total in two weeks, meaning Young was not being paid for only 33 hours over that period. Other officers on the security detail are also racking up overtime paychecks in the multiple thousands of dollars. Let's, Mayor, mind if I ask you a couple Let's keep it real, y'all. She got some niggas out of jail, some gang-banging-ass niggas from Chicago, nine times out of ten. You got to think, they're... They, this is like that your typical little nonprofit nigga fresh out of prison type shit. Man, come on, man. You, you not going to fool me. I ain't stupid. I've been around niggas like this my whole life. <laughs> I'm not stupid, bro. Like, y'all, she done went and hired some niggas off the block. I ain't mad at her. The thing is, man, is like, I mean, they didn't even do it slick. They just did it like, man, ain't nobody going to investigate them. Questions about your security detail? Absolutely not. I'm asking her. Yeah, she said no. A couple weeks ago, we tried to question Henyard about her detail as she went door to door in Dalton giving out water on a 100 degree day. Surrounded by police, firefighters, public works employees, and two videographers documenting for Dalton's Facebook page. I want to tell the people I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep going. I hope they post what we actually do here in the village of Dalton. Stop telling lies. But when we gave her an opportunity to explain the OT, Mayor, why do you need so many officers, details, or your security? What did you say, water? It sounded like you said water. Earlier that day, we watched as a Dalton cop drove Enyard from her other job at Thornton Township to a Mexican restaurant for lunch. Trustees say the security detail picks the mayor up at her home in the morning and is with her until she's dropped off at night, often taking her on errands and shopping. Why does she need all this, man, for some little-ass city like that? That's crazy. I don't know. That's just her home. That's her home, boys. You know, like I said, I'm not mad at her. But, you know, and, and here's another thing. But, you know, uh-oh. Wait a minute. What do you think about that hire? As a resident of Dalton, what do you think about that hire? They need to do a better job of background checking. That's awful. Residents of South Suburban Dalton reacting to a Fox 32 investigation that found a new village employee with a dangerous criminal past. He is a registered child sex offender, and he's now been hired by the village to go into people's homes and businesses. Now, furious village trustees are taking steps to curb the mayor's power. Fox 32's Dane Placco broke the story, and he has the latest from Dalton. What is the situation involving your background? Well, my background, a childhood background, over 30 no, years no ago. Comment. 46-year-old Lavelle Redmond wasn't happy to see us when we encountered him today behind Dalton Village Hall. But listen again to the person on the phone telling him to stop talking. We don't know who that is, but we no do. No comment. That sound, like, that sound like the mayor. We know who got Redmond his village job. 
Redmond is close to new Dalton mayor Tiffany Henyard and worked on her campaign. Records obtained by Fox 32 show that on September 20th, Redmond was hired as a code enforcement officer for the village of Dalton, a job that gives him access inside homes and businesses, which is why Dalton residents were shocked when we showed them what we found online. Oh my God, don't they supposed to do background checks before they allow these people in, the, in these kind of positions? One would think, right? Yes. That's because Redmond is listed as a child sex offender on the Illinois State Police Registry. He served 24 years of a 50-year sentence for taking part in the brutal gang rape and beating of two young girls in the Roseland neighborhood in 1991. News reports at the time say Redmond was one of four young men who kidnapped the girls and took them to an abandoned garage where they were sexually assaulted. Where's the serial hood hitters at? Y'all know I gotta mention them. Where's the serial hood hitters at? Where's all the game banging ass niggas in Chicago that probably should have executed that nigga for doing that bullshit? Never mind. Beaten with boards and guns. I would be terrified to know now if he had come to my house to do a code inspection. Mm -hmm. I would be terrified. That's crazy. I don't know. <laughs> he won't get in my house though. Dalton trustees say Redmond was hired directly by Mayor Henyard and her village administrator. And she knew about it. County Circuit Court Clerk Dorothy Brown. Did the trustees have any input in this hire? No, the trustees have not had any input on any hire since um, the swearing in of this administration. Yeah, and, and the niggas didn't say anything about it, too. These some grimy bastards. We tried talking to Mayor Henyard, but a police officer in front of her home told us we couldn't knock on the door. Later, the mayor issued a statement. I and the village of Dalton take the safety of our residents very serious, and we would never no, put you don't. our residents in jeopardy. In regard to the matter of the employee who's the subject of recent news stories, know that the- Now, now, the devil's advocate again. The devil's on the devil's shoulder, man. You know, I might name that as a title. That's kind of hot. The people that put these folks in power, the people say, well, you know, black folks, they did this to themselves and all that. Yeah. Okay. But but who is overseeing this shit, man? Seriously. And then I got to say, this is off code because you're looking at this sister. And if you're looking at her pictures and everything, it seems like it's all good. You're like, okay, yeah, this look, this, you know. This look like a sister that you would just see down the street. Hey, what's up, sister? How you doing? Or whatever like that. Oh, let me holler at you. Yeah, I might want to take you out to dinner or whatever. This broad ain't got no husband. She got all these niggas around her. You got niggas with all kinds of weird sex offender crimes for beating up and raping girls. You got niggas over here that's doing hella overtime and stuff. And there's probably plenty of black folks in Dalton, Illinois, that need that money that they just blowing. This this ain't even including this ain't even including the money that is just operational. We're talking about the cars, we're talking about the fuel, we're talking about all this other stuff. And you know what's really, really crazy about it, I was gonna say, y'all. What's really sad about it is you got white folk that's doing this times 50 right here in this city in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So yeah, as we get on the Black Lives Matter corporate niggas, and as we get on the the um, I call it the D, the deviant gang and all these deviant degenerate Negroes, we have people that is behind them reaping all the benefits that ain't going to jail. 
the person that put her in power, we're not really going to see who they are. All we can really do is identify with the aggressor. We can identify and be like, okay, yeah, this nigga's off cold as hell. You just hiring anybody. Incident referred to occurred nearly 30 years ago, and they paid their debt to society. We believe that a person can be rehabilitated, and we believe in second chances. You know, I'm for second chances, but uh, the fact that he's on the registry and the fact that um, he's going inside of homes, that's what caused an alarm and caused concern for me in regards to my safety and the rest of the residents. In Dalton, Dane Placco, Fox 32 Chicago. Here's another one. I mean, it's back to back. I want y'all to listen to this. We pay rapists with our tax dollars in Dalton. We pay rapists with tax dollars in Dalton. Frustration growing in South Suburban Dalton after a Fox 32 investigation uncovers a registered child sex offender was recently put on the payroll. Now some residents are calling for the mayor's resignation. Dane Placco first broke the story and reports the pressure is building at Village Hall. About 20 Dalton residents and a couple trustees protest outside Village Hall today, furious after a Fox 32 investigation found this registered child sex offender on the public payroll. A sex offender, you don't give them carte blanche to go into different people homes. 46-year-old Lavelle Redman is close friends with Dalton Mayor Tiffany Henyard in September hired Redman as a code enforcement officer without the village board's approval. You couldn't have fired, you couldn't have hired anybody else. You couldn't have hired anybody else, man. Redman served 25 years in prison for the brutal gang rape and beating of two young teenage girls in the 1990s and was arrested and charged after our first story aired for violating the reporting requirements of the sex offender registry. But Mayor Henyard says her friend deserves a second chance, infuriating a number of Dalton residents. Dalton is gonna go down if these people are, they, have, they just need to get out of office as a whole. You'd like to see them. Do they need a recall on the mayor? Fox 32 has also obtained this cell phone video showing Redman interacting with the mayor and little children at a back to school event in Dalton. Notice the badge on his waist. I think it's deplorable uh, that you've hired a person that has the history that he does and you've given him a badge and a car to roam our village. The protesters are also calling for the departure of former Cook County Circuit Court Clerk Dorothy Brown, whom Henyard hired as a village administrator making $100,000 a year, despite numerous scandals and an ongoing federal investigation. These hood rats and these wigs and these lace fronts are killing me. Between, I've noticed that some people may say, well, DP, you're being mean. Now, we are seeing, okay, if you notice this too, the patriarchy, the patriarchy. You got, have you noticed how many of these hood rats with these off longitude, off latitude wigs? <laughs> these geometrical wigs and lace fronts, man, just falling off their head, getting big positions of power. It's killing me. It's like, it's crazy. The first lady I played for you talking about, well, immigrants built the country. 
And she probably got her a white woman. Like Chicago's ex-drunk uncle, Thunderbird Lightfoot. <laughs> 151 Lightfoot. You know what I'm saying? Into bribery under her county tenure. Dorothy Brown needs to go back to the city of Chicago. Dorothy Brown is bringing Dorothy Brown tactics out here in the village. Uh-oh, so Dorothy Brown must have been getting her swerve on in Chicago. Out here in the village. A spokesperson for her county tenure. Dorothy Brown needs to go back to the city of Chicago. Dorothy Brown is bringing Dorothy Brown tactics out here in the village. A spokesperson for Henyard says the mayor has no comment about the calls for her resignation and no intentions on dumping the registered child sex offender from the village payroll. In Dalton, Dane Placco, Fox 32 Chicago. I mean, here's another one, man. And I'm, I'm oh, not doing this just to... Man, they got so many articles on this sister. But do they have articles on that LGBT white couple that was trafficking those children down in Georgia? Let me go down memory lane. The couple that pimped out their adopted sons, they were texting other men that they were trafficking these kids, talking about they're going to rape them and all this. They pimped them out in the pedophile ring. You haven't heard anything about that in a while, have you? But I'm going to talk about it. But this is this other article. A South Suburban car show is canceled after the entrance is barricaded with giant concrete blocks. Now, the sponsor of that show and the Park District are calling it an act of revenge by the mayor in Dalton, Tiffany Henyard. Dane Placco reports the Park District is now considering a lawsuit against the mayor. Um, always a good time for everybody that comes out. Fun, exciting, good for the community. For the past eight years, Darren Bosley has organized an annual car show here in the parking lot of Needles Park in Dalton. But after paying $1,000 to the Park District for this year's permit, Bosley got an unexpected call last Wednesday from Dalton Mayor Tiffany Henyard's top assistant. Saying that the show would be shut down, but if I move my event to her location on Greenwood, that I would be fine. Did wow. you take that as a threat? Yes, I took that as bullying. Sure enough, when Bosley showed up at the park Saturday morning, he found that giant concrete barricades had been placed at the entrance. Damn. And Dalton police were threatening to tow any cars that parked there. We're talking about two different governments. Some of the park government versus the village government. Dalton Park District President Cleo Jones says Mayor Henyard has... Y'all gotta understand. Just because she sounds like you, oh, this is some Kamala Harris shit. It's like, okay... Yeah, she sounds like y'all. She looks like y'all. She eats the same food that y'all. Y'all seen that movie Us by Jordan Peele. You thinking these Negroes is in your best interest. They look like you. They sound like you. They smell like you. They eat the same food. They probably fuck like you. They smoke the same blunts. And they're not like you, nigga. <laughs> they different. In order to put a roadblock up, this broad said, man, nigga, this is gangster shit. You gonna shop with me. You gonna have the event where I'm at. You gonna pay me for the event. I'm gonna pocket it. And then after you pay me for the permit, 
I'm about to put a concrete roadblock on y'all niggas. This is crazy. And they got, I mean, they got video after video after video after video of this woman. But back to the subject at hand, the New York Post, now these dudes should be all over the news. Remember, it was his gay couple charged with molesting their adopted sons, also pimped them to a pedophile ring, report claims. Now, I think it was some Republicans that did like a big bombshell 20 page report. Like it was a whole documentary on this. But a month long investigation by Town Hall. Yep, it was Town Hall that did. They revealed that William Dale Zulock, 33, and Zachary Jipoli Zulock used social media to prostitute their, their two elementary age, elementary age sons. This shit was so damn sick. This, this was sick, man. This was horrible, what they did to these kids. And they were worried about the SWAT team coming in and they didn't have no clothes on already. Yeah, man, when, look, look what happened to uh, Brianna Taylor. She didn't have no clothes on and was murdered by these race soldiers. And they was up there complaining, talking about, oh, well, you know, this is wrong and this, that, and the third. What's up with these guys? Adoptive gay couple charged with, with sodomizing their adoptive sons, pimped them out to local men and sent videos. Man, you, you should have seen the house that they had. When was this updated? February 2023. This is how I know this was reported January 2023. I'm not exactly sure. When, when did Town Hall do this? Nobody's really been following up on this. Was that April 22nd when I found out about this? Was this last? When was this when I first reported this? Everything you need to know about the gay couple accused of sexually abusing their adopted boys. This was in this was in August. And while Jim Crow Joe had the flag up, there was no indictment from the DOJ. Did y'all notice that? We don't know anything. We haven't heard anything about these dudes. We, we haven't heard anything about these dudes. Nothing. We have not heard anything about these guys, man. But I said I was going to report it. Now, let me pause the music for a minute. While we're being told we ain't got no damn culture. While we're being told we ain't got no culture. We ain't got no culture busting. 
This is an orchestra playing outcast song. We ain't got no damn culture. Now you ain't gonna get around this. Oh, it was misconstrued, DP. You you didn't understand. He was talking about Jamaicans and he was he was really just talking about white people. So no 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 nigga. When you say America, you say you talking about Americans. Black Americans. We the true Americans. We're the most patriotic. We created the most, we did the most work. I found this video off of YouTube. Yeah. We yeah, we we not gonna let folks we just not. Now speaking of a job, I thought this was dope. I thought this was I thought this was pretty dope. Cause everybody's felt this way. Fair use YouTube. Fair use YouTube. Fair use YouTube. Fuck this job. <laughs> that shit was dope, man. Man, who who could not relate, man? I mean, seriously. Seriously, who could not relate? Who's this dude that made this? They say he made a deal of beat. Let me see who's what's his name. Let me check him out. Some white dude. Okay, let's see what he's doing here. Okay. All right. Okay. He using that old, that SP202. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay, I, yeah. Yeah, it sound pretty good. Okay, I'm impressed. I thought that was pretty dope. I thought that was pretty dope. Let but let's get back to the subject at hand. We going we going to play some more music in a minute. I'm going to wrap it up at the while. Oh, no, no. We the, the most not only as tropical people but even here in the United States. We're the, the multi-culture, because the U.S. ain't got no culture. They shit is all our shit. A bunch of our shit is what makes the U.S. whatever you want to call it. We still don't know what that culture is for the U.S., but... Oh, really? Okay. Cool. Let's get... Somebody posted this thread. Damn, it's not letting me see it. Damn it. This sister posted this thread. Man, it was a whole bunch of music that black folks created in the U.S. I mean, tons of it. But it's not letting me see it for some reason. It's saying I can only reply. I'm like, ah, damn. I may have to find it and play it again. 
I made it to find it and play it again. Now, this is very interesting. I want y'all to listen to this. What people don't know is that Mexico is bordered with Guatemala. Yes. Okay? We don't let them in. So the same thing that America does to Mexico, we do to Guatemala. Okay? It, it just, the news is CNN, Fox, CNN, MSNBC, uh, New York Post, they're never going to show you that. There were, just so you know, Mexico is extremely racist. Mm. So we have what are like, the Guatemalans, even to its own Mexicans. So you got to remember, Mexico was was dominated by the Spaniards. The only reason I look the way I look yes. is because I'm 65% Spaniard. Yeah, Mexicans, like real Mexicans, or which is known as Mexica, not Mexico, yes. Mexica, are you know five foot four, super dark with big noses and the heads pushed back. Mm. Aztecs and Mayans, like uh, Indians, like Indians. Mean, yes. Well, we're natives, right? Yeah. So we're we're blended. So the reality is in Mexico, till this day, if you are not light-complected, somewhat tall, you're frowned upon, till this day. So what a lot of people don't know is that Mexico is bordered with Guatemala. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. So it makes me wonder, a lot of these folks that they bringing over, what is their mindset? I'm just curious. What's their mindset? What are they thinking about? What are they thinking about? How are they looking at black folk over here? I'm just wondering. Now, when it came to the job market, usually I use this on my other channel for tech. But I kind of want to, you know, touch up on some of these things. So maybe I'll put it on both pieces because I think it's I think it's kind of important. Maybe maybe I'll put it on both pieces. Maybe I'll put it on both channels. So as I said, I might put this on both of the channels. Okay. What I want to do is I want to talk about some articles that came to my attention. Some folks then sent me some things that I thought that was very interesting. Now, the first article, the first article that I got was about Amazon they're going to start testing drones that'll drop prescriptions on your doorstep. Literally. Now don't expect them to be bringing you any cayenne pepper and echinacea or any, you know, they're, they're going to be bringing you big pharma. And on this article, it says Amazon will soon make prescription drugs fall from the sky. When the e-commerce giant becomes the latest company to test drone deliveries for medications. The company said Wednesday the customers in College Station, Texas can now get prescriptions delivered by drone within one hour of placing their order. The drone, programmed to fly from a delivery center with a secure pharmacy, will travel to the customer's address, descend to about 13 feet, and drop a package. Now, I'm not exactly sure how that's going to work, but this sounds like it's more of an experiment. It says Amazon says customers will be able to choose from more than 500 medications, a list that includes common treatments for conditions like the flu or pneumonia, but not controlled substances. 
I thought that was a little interesting. Another thing here. That this was very important. I've talked about this before. And I said I would try to keep this short and sweet. But now. Now remember what we talked about a couple weeks ago about remote workers. Amazon managers are given the green light to fire employees who won't work from the office three days a week. Somebody sent me this article earlier today. Um, This was an article by somebody by the name of Chloe Taylor. This is off of Yahoo Finance on October 20th at 5.57 a.m. Central Standard Time. They said America's corporate giants have been grappling with the task of getting employees back into the office, but Amazon has taken a bold step. The retail behemoth is now allowing supervisors to terminate workers who resist its return to office directive. In new guidelines for managers seen by Insider, the tech giant granted leaders more freedom to take disciplinary action against staffers who fail to turn up in person at least three times a week. The updated guidance was reportedly shared with Amazon managers via an internal system earlier this week. Now, according to Insider, the updates instructed managers to have a private conversation with any employees who don't meet the minimum in office requirements. So this is a new totalitarianism, y'all. This is a they're really pushing the issue with Amazon. Now, managers were told that if employees continue to ignore the in-office rules after these preliminary hearings or meetings, they should schedule another meeting with the staffer where they could take disciplinary disciplinary action, including letting them go. Quote, if the employee does not demonstrate immediate and sustained attendance after the first convo, managers should then conduct a follow-up discussion with the reasonable time frame. The conversation will one, reinforce the return to office three days a week as a requirement, and two, explain the continued non-compliance, including a legitimate reason may lead to disciplinary action up to and including termination of your employment. And without like a doctor's note or something like that, they know they could get around it to where even if you were like, okay, I'm gonna wait till I find another job, you know, you might have a little unemployment. It's not gonna be much at all, of course, but collect a couple bucks. Now, back in February, it said the company told its workforce they would be expected to be in office for the majority of the week from May this year. Now, this is what the CEO, Andy Jazzy, said. Collaborating and inventing is easier and more effective when they're in person. The energy and riffing on one another ideas happens more freely. Yeah, that's crazy. That's not going to go over well for some people. I know if they tell me that, oh, well, you got to go in, I'm out. Yeah. Y'all can get, I can keep it moving. Now this right here, this is a good thing for Castle Black Folk. Castle Black Folk to the Night's Watch. This is a good one for you. This is, this is interesting. All right. I want y'all to check this out. Now this is on USA News. I told y'all this is this is the new thing. Having one income, it, it's rough. But even with the new tax bracket right now, the new tax bracket, y'all need to check out the new IRS tax bracket. They really putting the squeeze. Ain't no more middle class. They're really making it to where they're they're really putting the squeeze on uh, social economics now. But this is from USA News right here, and I'll make this quick. 
Should you work two remote jobs at once? This is by Robin Maydell. This just actually, that's crazy. This came out December 30th, 2022. I wish I would have had it earlier. Now it says about 79% of remote or hybrid employees are working two jobs at once. According to a recent, according to recent findings from resume builder of 1200 full-time remote workers in the U S the growing trend of working two remote jobs has become so popular. It's even inspired a website called over unemployed or, or overemployed, which is a community of professionals looking to work two remote jobs, earn extra income and achieve financial freedom. And before I go any further, Hey, Elon Musk had two, three jobs at the same time. Now, some people may say, well, he owned his own company. Is that ethical? Well, ethics come with morals, right? Should you be trying to make all this kind of money? Is that greed? That's what people could ask, right? Then other people could say, well, no, it's none of your business. If you want to, if you want to run three companies, that ain't greedy. You just want to have more. All right. So what's the difference between somebody else? Well, they'll say, well, hey, you're working for somebody else. You're stealing. That's unethical. Is greed ethical? Well, greed. Now let's do selective justice. Greed is only if you own the company, right? If you own the company, you're not greedy. Okay. I guess we could go with that. The growing trend of working two remote jobs have, has become so popular that it has even inspired a website called Overemployed, which is a community of professionals looking to work two remote jobs, earn extra income, and achieve financial freedom. The site features blog posts on topics like avoiding lifestyle creep when making 600 a year, 600K, and understanding how background checks work for multiple employment. So the question right here is, is working two remote jobs legal? Heather Wine Brochen, partner and chair of the Employment and Labor Group at Day Pitney LLP, says that the law does not prevent employees from holding more than one job. Bam. In fact, she notes that some states, some state laws prohibit employers from interfering with employees who want to hold a different job outside of their ordinary employment hours through moonlighting. She also points out to some potential legal complications for employees who work multiple jobs at once. So there's some of them. From a legal perspective, she says, holding two positions remotely at the same time is duplicitous behavior that could be challenged if the positions overlap and employer intellectual property or confidential information is being misused between and among positions. So basically, okay, I work at a healthcare company at this hospital, and then I work at another health care company at another hospital or a healthcare professional firm. You see what I mean? Or I work at um, a water company and then I work at another water company. Maybe something like that. Then somebody says, they ask this question, is working two jobs ethical? While it may be legal to work two full-time jobs remotely, simultaneously, it may not be ethical in certain circumstances. Elon Musk? Okay. In my opinion, and this is what uh, Brochin says. Now, who is Brochin? It didn't say. Is this the same uh, Brochin person? Oh, yeah. Heather Wine Brochin. Okay. Brochin says... In my opinion, the behavior is unethical as it involves stealing time from an employer. 
Meaning if a person is paid for 40 hours of work, but is actually devoting those 40 hours to exclusively one employer's work, the person is getting paid for time not worked, says Brochin. You know how they say, well, ethical. There's a, there's a lot of laws and code of conduct and this, that, and the third when it comes. Man, we as black Americans, man, they want to hit us with ethics left and right with any and everything. And a lot of times you got it. That's why you have this diversity and inclusion garbage at these jobs, because there's no ethics. You wouldn't need a diversity and inclusion department if it was ethical from the first place. Now, in explaining her position, Brochin stresses that while it's nothing new for some employees to work different shifts of different hourly jobs or for office employees to moonlight with a part-time hourly position in the evening, the remote and even hybrid work model has resulted in concerns from employers that employees may be working for more than one employer at the same time. All right. Then it talks about tax implications and things of that nature, but let's go real quick to this site called overemployed.com. They even got a mailing list. Now this website looks a little janky a little bit, but you know what? It has some very interesting things about remote work. It says pros and cons of working two remote jobs, working two remote jobs seasonally, working two jobs for over 12 months. Um, there was something here where it was talking about the legalities. Let me see if I could, uh, it's more, I think it's more of like a blog. Okay. Hold on. Let me see if I can find some more information. It says seven, Tips to avoid lifestyle creep will make it 600k. That's a that'd be a big tax thing. Multiple my story, why tech pre-ordered a book. Okay, this dude got a book. Let me see what this book is about. Oh, we got an ebook. Overemployed. Okay, he got an ebook. Okay, hey. We're in a capitalist society. Success stories, resources, tech startup. Guide to freeze the work. Layoffs. Are they unethical? Hell yeah, a lot of layoffs I think are unethical. But there, there was something about... I'm really having some trouble finding this. There was something that I seen... where they talked about law. It was legalities. It was something about legalities. But I, but I don't see it anymore. I've seen it on my cell phone. Maybe I'm overlooking it or something. But yeah, y'all check out that overemployed.com site. There was something about what's legal or whatever. I mean, you could, you can legally pretty much, you know, but, um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know where that, where that went. 
Um, there's another company in Edina, Minnesota. Uh, I was looking at an article somebody sent me called Yardstick. They raised $12 million following a 300% growth in customer base. Um, it's dedicated to safe hiring and onboarding. And they just got a $12 million funding here. Um, y'all might want to go check out Yardstick and what they could do. Do your own research about it. They might even have some remote roles. So, like I said, that we only went on for about 15 minutes tonight. I might double up and put this on both channels. Um, make sure y'all like, share, and subscribe. And we'll see y'all next week.